so uh, so what kind of got you into the clothing business? All right, so ThreatCon 5 Clothing is a uh, uh, veteran awareness clothing company. Mm -hmm. We uh, uh, Our tagline is uh, addressing the threats that are affecting the veteran community. Um, I was working for another company and um, I decided to venture out on my own and uh, you know I just wanted to start giving back to the veteran community helping in any way possible uh, addressing things like PTSD, TBIs, uh, soldier suicide, uh, veteran suicide, uh, homelessness, uh, different things like that so I started the company and um, basically you know, decided between me and the guy that was helping me at the time, um, not 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 necessarily a partner, just somebody that was helping me out with graphics and uh, designing stuff on the computer until I got some programs that I understood enough. And um, we uh, decided that we weren't going to make a profit off of this. So uh, every dollar, every dollar that we uh, bring in goes right back into the veteran community, whether it be through donations for certain shirts, uh, certain shirt sales or uh, helping a veteran in need. You know, I, I make enough through my retirement and disability from yeah. the military that I don't have to worry about it. So that's what I do. I just give it all back to the veteran community. Right. Yeah. So uh, so you were in the military. We had a little chat about that a little bit ago. Uh, so let's talk about your background a little bit. 22-year uh, uh, retired Army combat veteran. Um, enlisted in 1990, retired in 2012. Good math, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, get, got to do what I wanted to do, serve the country, get an education, uh, travel, see the world. So it was, it was something I would do all over again, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. What did you do in the Army? Or in the uh, you had it right the first time. Okay. In the Army. <laughs> um, I enlisted originally uh, in the National Guard. I was a, I was a Cav Scout, uh, went to Ranger School, I ended up getting hurt, and uh, I had to reclass. So I was a petroleum supply specialist for the first uh, nine years of my career. And then um, I got put on recruiting duty and uh, I got hurt pretty bad. Um, messed my back up on a, a physical fitness test of all things. <laughs> and uh, was told I was either gonna have to be medically boarded out of the army or I could stay on recruiting duty. Yeah. Um, it was the hardest thing I ever had to do because um, I converted in January of 2001 to be a full-time recruiter, and as we know, nine months later, you know, the yeah. largest attack on American soil uh, affecting the civilian population. Um, I didn't want to be there. You know, I, I was putting young men and women into the Army that were going to go over and serve and, you know, lose their lives as I carry them with me every day. Um, you know, it was rough. It was, it was really tough to be doing that, you know, having to explain to parents that, you know, their, their sons and daughters were going to be put in harm's way and what have you. So uh, I was able to get out of recruiting in 2009, and um, I went back to Operational Army and finished my career. Um, I was actually able to deploy, which I believe was the exclamation point on my career, because yeah. otherwise I wouldn't have had that opportunity. So, um, and then I retired. and. Had a couple jobs uh, that I wasn't very successful at uh, <laughs> until I decided to start my own business. You know, yeah. I, I, I attribute it to what everybody says. You know, you, you get up into the ranks and you're a higher ranking guy, and you get out and somebody has to tell you what to do now, and you're like, yeah. ah, I don't know all about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Once 
I started to build myself up. I had a name in the veteran community. People were able to associate me, uh, me Chad, as this persona. Yeah. Um, I was known as Bulldog. I still am. Um, and you know, I just started making a name for myself in the veteran community. People knew who I was. Um, I started having a voice, one that, uh, <clears throat> as humbling as it is, has been like completely crazy to the point where I go to these events and I'm, I'm a VIP at it and people are coming up and shaking my hand and thanking me for the things I do. Um, but it's, it's just awesome to be able to help so many people in the veteran community. Uh, I, I do my company, ThreatCon 5 Clothing. I'm also a, a radio host on Veteran Radio Syndicate, so I have my own show where I'm addressing issues and talking to things and getting out there, so <coughs> it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah. yeah. Veteran Radio Syndicate. That sounds really familiar, because um, I follow a lot of the uh, veteran communities online, and it sounds really familiar. Yeah, it should. Yeah. We've, uh, uh, we started in February and we are like number two in comedy That's pretty in good. the country. Yeah, we, uh, we have a number of shows. I mean, we're talking about uh, shows with uh, members of Grunt Style. We've got shows with members of Five Bravo, John Burke. Yeah, um, I was gonna say John Burke's one, I, I definitely knew that one. Yeah, he's, on, he's got his own show on our network. Um, yeah, we've, we've got a bunch of quote unquote, I hate the word, but um, <laughs> veteran celebrities that uh, our hosts and uh, members of some of those shows on our network. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you're able to, you know, find a a good coping mechanism and a release for, you know, things that you're dealing with because you're listening to and you know getting advice from people that have been there in your shoes, understand exactly what you're going through, and they're able to you know help you deal with things, whether it be you know anxiety or depression or PTSD or TBIs, anything, you know, I mean, we've got a number of guys that, you know, tune in just so that they have a release and, you know, can laugh. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, laughter is probably the, the best way to deal with, you know, any, any mental, uh, I hate to call it an illness, but I mean, it is what it is, you know, you're suffering, um, but, you know, PTSD, you know, if you find that coping mechanism, and, you know, it is what it is, so. Yeah, so I've noticed that since I even know, since I've been out, having someone to talk to is just not there. There's <clears throat> no the VA that's not what they're for. Um, and well, they're, they're, they're supposed to be. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're supposed to be. They're supposed but, to be. You know, and then finding other even veterans to even talk to just in your day to day life is fairly rare. Yeah, unless you're in college and then everyone there is. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the thing is, is that, you know, and that's one of that's one of the things that um, I would say that not only ThreatCon Five Clothing is trying to do, and you know, uh, in this, uh, it, it's going to sound weird, and a lot of people actually question this. They're like, why, why are you guys always doing this? And it's not just me. It's not just ThreatCon Five Clothing. It's it's Grunt Style. It's Five Bravo. It's uh, it's you know Texas Revolution. We are we are all quote unquote competitive companies, but. We're all in it together. We're actually all trying to spread the same message. You know, it's it's like the old you know saying that we heard in Afghanistan: "Shona Bashan." You know, shoulder to shoulder, we're standing there. We've all got the intentions of helping the veteran community out, regardless of you know what our differences are in the products that we're selling. But you know, we, we do all come together. I, I've gone to you know grunt style events, um, five, <coughs> members of Five Bravo. Uh, I was just in Chicago on. Um, 
the 30th of July for uh, Grunt Styles Grunt Fest 2. Um, and, you know, I was there with uh, Adam Calhoun, he's not a veteran, but uh, Adam Calhoun, uh, Rudy Reyes, Drew Hernandez, the combat veteran. Um, have you seen his videos? Which one? Combat veteran? Maybe. Oh, I've he's, seen he's, so many he's a hoop. He's a hoop. <laughs> his company is called the Combat Veteran. He does all the videos of like the top 10 soldiers in the barracks. The, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Yusha, Yusha Thomas. Um, uh, you know, all these guys, we're, we're all trying to push the same message that, you know, the veteran community, we're 20 million strong, which in comparison to the rest of the population, I mean, this is your 1%. You know, yeah. you're one to three percent of the population that's actually donned the uniform. So we've got to stick together, you know. And like you said, it's hard to find them. Why? Because a lot of the veterans in the community don't want to be out there broadcasting, hey, I was a veteran, yeah. you know, because the stigmas that are associated with, with things like PTSD and, you know, uh, other uh, um, type me uh, medical issues, that people want to draw a assumption as to what we're, you know, what we're going through. And the VA is not helping because they're misdiagnosing and they're giving, you know, what we call like to call VA skittles, you know, they're giving you meds rather than dealing with the issues. And I think it's a it's a huge issue throughout the country as a whole because, you know, rather than you know putting the um, emphasis on what truly is the issue, uh, mental disorders or illnesses, you know, people want to quickly assume that it's a gun problem, you know, instead of addressing that the individual had issues, you know. Um, and, and the veteran community suffering for that, you know. But, so we're doing stuff like, you know, our VA shirts. Um, we, I do a VA shirt. Uh, it's, uh, it shows a skeleton on the front, kind of leaning in there, and on the back it says, I'm just sitting here waiting for my VA claim to be approved. Um, I mean, it's a real issue, you know. I mean, we're not trying to, you know, I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of humor to it, but it's addressing a real issue. You know, there are, there are members of the military veteran community that are dying waiting for treatment. Yeah, and very recently too. Oh yeah, you know, and, and it's just all these stories that are coming out, you know, recently a, a soldier killed himself in the VA parking lot waiting yeah. for treatment. I mean, that's, that's yeah. it's unacceptable and it needs to be addressed. Um, you know, the 22 a day, that number is actually probably closer to, you know, 36 to 40, but you know, my thing is, and we do a shirt for it, is uh, 22, 32, 52, 102, it doesn't matter, one is too many. You know, and it's an issue that people want to say, well, you know, we're past awareness. No, we're not past awareness. Until I can walk down the street and talk to every person that I run into and say, do you know what the 22 a day is? And when every one of them knows what the 22 a day is, then we're past awareness. Until then, until everybody knows, it's an issue that needs to be addressed. You know, the civilian population needs to know because we can't address this on our own, especially being that, you know, the majority of the veteran community is looked upon as a threat to the, you know, government anyway. You know, so the government's not going to listen to us. They consider us a threat. So we have to get the vet, we have to get the civilian population on our side to make them understand that we are, in fact, suffering. You know, there are soldiers that are killing themselves on active duty. There are, so, there are veterans that are killing themselves in the civilian sector due to misdiagnosis and, you know, the, the invisible wounds of combat. And people need to know that, you know. Um, and that's what Threcon 5 Clothing is doing, and that's what, uh, you know, Veteran Radio Syndicate's doing, and what all these other companies that are, you know, in this with me. So it's, it's an important thing. You know, we have to address these things. So. But, I mean, like I said, so like I said, I, we, we try to do the humor aspect. I've got some uh, India Delta uh, Golf Alpha Foxtrot shirts, um, you know, but 
we've done different things like, uh, and I can show you some of it afterwards too. Um, we did a um, a play on a, a concert T-shirt, you know, like the '80s, the old, you know, black sleeves, white middle. Uh, in the back, it looked like a tour shirt, but it was all the cities that we had conflicts uh, or uh, battles in, in Iraq and in Afghanistan. Oh, wow. um, we did. Uh, we did a 22 shirt back in January, uh, but now I'm doing the one too many. Uh, I, th I think that one sends yep. the better message. Um, you know, just different things. Your whiskey Tango Foxtrot, you know, <laughs> which I thought was going to blow up when that movie came out, but that movie was so bad. Um, <laughs> the whiskey Tango oh, Foxtrot okay. movie was it was just it it didn't it didn't help. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, it's it's cool. It, it's definitely uh, nice to have a. Uh, logo that people are identifying with, you know, with the grenade yeah. with the, uh, the T5 in it, you know, and the name, you know, come from, depending on when you served, you may remember that we used to be on threat cons, not force con. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I was started in 2010. Okay, so, yeah, so it was a little before, yeah. a little before you. Um, you, had, you, you had your threat con Alpha Bravo Charlie, yeah. and now it's, you know, force, force con one, two, yeah. No, force, yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's what it is, addressing the threats affecting the veteran community. Um, over the last year, I've helped companies like uh, U.S. Vet Inks, which does a lot of work with homelessness, um, Operation 23 to Zero, which obviously is fighting the yeah. uh, soldier suicide issue, 22 Until None, uh, 22 Kill, uh, a, a new company that is starting a homeless program in Washington called the Forgotten Infidels. We just did a, a thing for them. Um, uh, places like Reaper Customs, a, a veteran-owned company in Arizona that's doing a lot of uh, uh, work like the, uh, okay. yeah. the, the, the country thing there. He also does some kneeling soldier stuff. Um, so he's doing a lot of stuff. And all, all these companies that I work with are somehow helping the veteran community, whether it's making donations or bringing people in and stuff like that. I also work with a lot of um, other smaller companies or bigger companies throughout the country that are helping veterans with financial issues or, uh, you know, rent issues or, I mean, which I guess is a financial issue, but, you know, it's more about the housing, you know, keeping, keeping that roof over their heads. So. Yeah. I, well, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, here we go again, we're going to get into this. So what, what you have, okay, is you have a, um, a population of, of veterans that served during the last 15 years, okay, and of those last 15 years, the majority of the soldiers, airmen, marines, and um, Navy personnel that served, served in combat, okay, there wasn't a lot of garrison time for them. They were, they were in and out of a combat theater, so they never truly got to experience living on their own. You know, they were always either deployed or whatever. And what happens with that is you have a lot of leaders who develop through a combat environment rather than a garrison environment. So leaders and soldiers are now getting out, going into the civilian population. And unfortunately, you're supposed to be trained on how to develop a leadership skill to help a soldier or help a uh, young private or whatever, and you don't get that opportunity. Sure, we know how to kick doors in, you know, sure we had to run off combat, uh, convoy operations, but we don't know how to take a soldier who's dealing with financial issues and, and get them into the proper programs, yeah. and because of that, they're suffering. 
you know, the, the leader suffered and the soldier suffered because they didn't know what was there for them. And that's why you have so many of them nowadays that are getting out and either are afraid to ask for help or don't know where to turn to because they were never given the, you know, the basic breakdown as to what op options are available for them to help them out. And, it, and, it, and it's very sad, you know. Um, and as you know, you know, a military man or woman is a very proud individual. Yeah. They don't like to ask for help. They don't want to, they don't want the handouts. And I mean, it's good and it's bad. You know, we are a country full of people that think that they deserve everything to be handed to them. Um, but our men and women who have voluntarily raised their hand and swore to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, I think need to begin taken care of better. And uh, until that happens, it's going to be companies like myself and others that are going to be there to try to pick up the slack. So.